So this is Lakute Sichos Chalik Yud Zion Sichabet. Let's get started. I did make a source sheet. You definitely don't need it. It was sort of helpful for me um, when I was preparing to do that. And um, so you definitely can look at it, but you shouldn't need it. Um, so Aleph. Al hapasak bahaftal recha kamofa havi rashi es maimer shalrabi akiva b'toras kohanim zek hal gadol b'torah. So on the pasuk, as it's in this parsha, pasuk um, yudches that is on the source sheet, um, Rashi on the phrase you should love your fellow as yourself. Rashi brings the statement of Rabbi Akiva. This is a klal gadol b'torah, a great principle in Torah. The Biro Mefarshim Shekabanas Rabbi Akiva Lahavi Es Kdula Shel HaMitzvah Shehi Inyan Klali Bekol HaTorah Kula. As explained in the Mefarshim, that the purpose of Rabbi Akiva is to express the greatness of the mitzvah, that it's a general principle throughout the entire Torah. Hemaimar HaYudua Shel Hillel, as we know, as Hillel says in Pirkei Avos, which is also on the source sheet towards the end, actually. Um, do not do unto your fellow as you would not have, as you would not want something done to yourself. This is the entire Torah and the rest is commentary. So we need to understand what's Rashi telling us simply. Actually, Pashat is better translated as contextual than simple. So Rashi is not giving us musr and philosophical ideas in order to arouse us to keep Torah and mitzvahs. That's beautiful, and sometimes we do get that from Rashi, but that's actually not his purpose. His purpose is that he stated himself is that I'm coming to explain the contextual meaning of the Torah. So in parentheses in the next paragraph, there are times when we do learn great and wondrous ideas from Rashi. In all aspects of Torah, the secrets of Torah, the wine of Torah, which we will have later in this sikh as well. And these are ideas that are relevant to us in all of our actions and all in all of our time. So the Rebbe is just making sure that we know that Rashi does give us a lot of his orus, a lot of um, inspiring ideas. Aval lekol lerosh kol teva peperish Rashi nechutza lahabanas pshuto shemekra. However, first and foremost, every single word in Rashi is essential for understanding the pshuto shemekra which I'm going to translate as the contextual meaning of the, of the Torah. Some people translate as simple meaning. Um, so according to this logic that Rashi is really coming to elucid, elucidate the text, what are the problems in this Pasuk? That are going to be clarified through us and Rashi's statement that love your fellow as yourself is a great principle in Torah. How does that help me understand the Pasuk? So that's our first question. As we know, in Rashi's Sichas, we have many questions. 
גם צריך להבין מה שעתיק רש"י את שם בעל המימר רבי עקיבא. And another question, which is not as hard to guess if you've learned Rashi's before, is why does Rashi bring the name of the person he's quoting, namely Rabbi Akiva? Many times Rashi will bring in a quote without saying who he's quoting. Asher k'moshin yisbar kama v'kama p'amim, ein darko shal Rashi v'kach, ela k'shahadavar musif v'havanas haperish. As we've learned many times in Rashi, that Rashi doesn't bring in the name of the commentator unless it actually adds to his explanation of the Pasuk. So our first question is, what are we learning by hearing that this is a great principle in Torah? And our second question is, why are we bringing in the name of Rabbi Kiva? So Sa'if Bet, Yeshno Pisgam Hakusha Tov HaTeretz Pasha, the Ken Hukam Binyaneinu. So there's a, a, a phrase that sometimes the question is deep, but the answer is actually very simple. And this is so too in our case. Now, I guess a spoiler alert, this is only Sa'if Bet, and I think we're gonna go to Yud Aleph for Yud Bet. Uh, Yud Bet. So obviously there's gonna be a little bit more than just a simple answer, but we're gonna start with a simple answer. So when we learn, well, you should love your fellow as yourself. The love that a Jew has to another has to be kamocha, the way I love myself, obviously. <coughs> Not always so easy. So if I'm going to love another person as myself, then why do I need all the other mitzvahs? Don't steal, don't rob, don't offend a person, um, don't gossip about a person, and all of the other mitzvahs of Ben Adam Lechaveru between man and man, because those are pretty self-explanatory. If I'm going to love another person as myself, I'm not going to steal from them. So if I'm really going to fulfill this mitzvah of love my fellow as myself, I'm not going to do any evil to them. And on the contrary, I'm going to try to do goodness and kindness for the person. Um, and, in, and I'm going to treat the person the way that I would want to be treated. So this question of why do I need to have this command as its own thing, if I, why do I have to have all the other, all the other mitzvahs if this alone is, um, kind of encompasses it all, um, the Pashtis, simply speaking, the Ahavta Lareha Kamocha who klau. Ahavta love your fellows yourself is a klau, is an encompassing statement. The kehol klau kolahu betoicho kama the kama pratim. And like any other klau, any other encompassing statement, it encompasses many other details. Shehem kol hatsiyuvim hanal, which are all the commandments above in the Parsha, there the, the many commandments that came in the Pesukim before. And we've seen this before in the Torah, that, there, that the Torah will first list the, the rule, and then after the details, even if they're obvious 
from the Klal that the details are obvious. This is not the first time that the Torah has done this, that it'll list details and then it'll also list the general principle. Um, footnote 13 is a Pasuk in Mishpatim that brings this out, which I did actually bring on, on this source sheet. Where it, exactly it is. Um, it's on the third page. You have for all manner of trespass, whether it be for an ox, for ass, for sheep, for a garment, or for any manner of lost thing. So first it lists all the different types of things, and then it says any type of lost thing, of which one can say, this is it. The cause of both parties shall come before the judges, and whom the judges shall condemn, he shall pay double his neighbor. So this is an example that the Rebbe is bringing in of a Pasuk that first gives the details, and then it says, for any lost thing. Obviously, if we know any lost thing, that would include an ox, a sheep, and, a, and other animal, or a garment. But um, this is a, a common, the Rebbe is bringing this in to show us that this occurs in Torah. This is a common approach, um, way of the Torah um, writing. So that would be the simple, the beginning of the simple answer, but we're going to go a little bit more. But there's still room for a question that it's not just details, and then we have the klal. Okay, so normally when we're going to have a general principle and details, they're going to be listed near each other. The Muvzarim, the Kama Vakama, Makomas Vatara. But in our case, many of the details are listed in far places within the Torah, separately and dispersed throughout the throughout the Torah. The Memela Ain Matim Lamarsha Kohat Hatsyuvim Halalu Niskara Bekatu Liopate Hakwal. So it seems hard to say that all of these different mitzvahs that are listed throughout the entire Torah. In different places are actually just details of this one encompassing statement. How could we say that, that this general principle is encompassing from details that are dispersed throughout the entire Torah? Okay, so Rashi is telling us it's not just a klal stam, it's not just a regular principle like the one we just read about, perhaps, um, a lot regarding lost items, but this is a klal gadol batar. This is a great principle, emphasis on the word gadol. When we see details that are right before the general principle, this is for a regular principle. But in our case, Love your fellow as yourself is a is a great principle. It encompasses many, many different types of details. And even some of the principles that are encompassed within love your fellow as yourself, those principles themselves are encompassing of even more principles. So therefore, it's a it's a great principle of in the Torah, the Kol HaTorah Kulo the entire Torah. And therefore, it's not necessary with this type of a principle that's such a large principle that all the details have to be delineated, juxtaposed right to the, right to the principle. 
Make sense so far? We're good. Bitzarech lahavin al derech hakusha hayudua. This is the Yemal I just started. Eich yetachen letavot al mita shabalev. Okay, so now we have another question. Um, how is it possible that a person can be commanded to have a certain feeling? Maisev shel adam hem birushuto v'not name lechavero aval lav. So a person can be commanded to do all sorts of actions regarding another person, but they cannot necessarily be expected to bring up feelings in their heart relating to another person. And even more so, even if there are some very sophisticated individuals that can um, push themselves to arouse very um, wonderful feelings, this is something that's commanded to every single one of us, um, that we have to have a love in our heart for another person. And not just the people that we like. But or the people that are similar to us, or people who we can understand their way of doing things, but rather to call Echad Yisrael, all Jewish people. So we're not talking about a subset of people, but to all people. The low rock regesh ava bechlal elakamocha, and again, not just that you should like them and you should be considerate or sensitive, but you should love them the way you love yourself, which we all know. It's a very deep level of love. So how could it be? This is the question of many mefarshim, that in the heart of every other person, we should have a love for another like we love ourselves. And the Rambam himself says that this is not possible. Um, in another place, um, Rashi says that whenever people are commanded of something that's an emotional type of mitzvah, it says the phrase, the Yeras Melokecha, you should fear Hashem. This is in our Parsha in Pasuk Yodalad, which I did put on the source sheet. It's the third source. Thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blinds, but shall fear that God, I am the Lord. Now, I guess an obvious question would be if you curse someone who's deaf and the deaf person can't hear and you're cursing them verbally, so how would they know that they're cursed? It's not, unless someone communicates that to them, they're not going to know on their own. So therefore, the Pasuk says, you shall fear Hashem, because this way, you're not going to do it, because it's between you and Hashem at this point. If you look at the Rashi over there, um, it's on this source sheet that I made. I have here only the law that one must not curse the death. Once I know that any person is included in the provision and that the meeting is thou shalt not curse the death because scripture states um, thou shalt not curse anyone among thy people. Um, and if you continue in the Rashi, 
he is one who cannot hear your curse and therefore cannot feel aggrieved, but he has the characteristic of being a living person. Um, so therefore, even though he doesn't hear the curse, you're not allowed to curse him, and the Pasuk includes that you should fear Hashem. Because when we're talking about um, emotions, that's usually added. The Aldergza, Kama, the Katav, Kama, Pami, Mahalan, and there are other examples as well. The Lafiza, Timvesh, Kamocha, and therefore we have a question, is a wonder that with regard to the mitzvah of love your fellow as yourself, Alef Ava, Bechlal, First of all, love is the love is something that happens in your heart. It's not tangible; that can be seen. And amura. And we have to have such a deep and tremendous love. It has to be as as intense as my self love. And this is such a tremendous command. But we don't have that warning. Fear Hashem. Love your fellow Jews yourself, and fear Hashem. Maybe would. In, in this, maybe we would expect to hear that over here because that would motivate me to have this um, emotion that's otherwise hard to have. So see if Dalin. The She'elus Elo, Yishev Rashi, Beperusha, the Haflarecha Kamacha, who Hakolal Pratim. So Rashi is going to answer this issue by saying that the Haflarecha Kamacha is a general statement, it's a klal, a kolal Pratim. Uh, it encompasses many details. And a hint to the answer to this question is that he brings the name of the person who makes the statement, Rabbi Akiva. Okay, so since it's a klal, it's a general principle. So how do we keep it? How do I keep the Ahaftalarecha How do I keep this mitzvah? I do it through keeping the details that are listed. Don't gossip, lo the gomer lo tisa, don't have hatred, the gomer, etc. Lo takum, don't take revenge, etc. Ba'afla ayol mine, lo tignov, and don't steal from the person, the gomer elacha, etc. So all the many mitzvahs that are between man and man that are listed earlier in this Parsha um, and throughout the Torah, when I keep those mitzvahs, I'm keeping the mitzvah of the Ahavta Lerecha Kmocha. So there is kind of a measurable, tangible way to, to see that I'm doing this mitzvah. We'll move on. So what is the the, and the content of this mitzvah? The things that I've been commanded of already. And for these things, for these details, I have been given that warning to fear Hashem. So this warning, this to fear Hashem does, does apply to details of the of the klal of the general principle of Yahafalarehmocha. But what does this have to do with Rabbi Akiva? Bet Rabbi Akiva who minds Amar Chayecha Kodmim Rabbi Akiva is the one who has told us that your life is more important to the life of your friend. It's a famous story in the Gemara. I'll give you a modern equivalent. I just flew on the airplane. We were just in Israel. And you all know the announcement that when the oxygen mask comes down, you should put it on yourself before you put it on the child sitting next to you. Story in the Gemara is that two people are traveling in the desert and there's only enough water for one. And if they're going to split the water, they're both going to end up dying. So the Rabbi Kiva rules that the person who has the water 
is the one that should drink it because his life takes precedence over the life of another person, your own life. So therefore, if we use this story from the Gemara about the, the desert, according to the logic of Rabbi Akiva, he doesn't mean it literally. When he says, love the person as yourself, he doesn't mean that as a, as a mamish, as a literal statement, because he, we know in other situations, has Hoskin, that your life takes precedence. So that this idea is something that it is, I don't know if I'm going to translate it as imagination, but it's not really imagination. Maybe it's something that, that you're meant to think about. Um, it's an inspiring idea to love the person as yourself, but not a literal. Um, again, Rashi has explained the word kamocha as not being literal, as there's a Pasuk um, in Parshat Ve'yigash, um, which I did actually bring on this source sheet, where Yosef is, where Yehuda is talking to Yosef and he's comparing him to Paro. Meaning you seem to me, or your, your important, your greatness to me is like that of a king, Yehuda says to Yosef. to Yosef who Paro mamish, but he's not saying that Yosef is actually Paro. Meaning only in, in this manner, in this regard, in the way that I'm looking at you and your um, relevance and your importance in this, in this moment, you're like Paro, but you're not exactly Paro. Yosef, who Kiparo Mamish. So as it says in, in, in that area, in that part in the Torah, that Yosef was like Paro, that nobody raised a foot or a hand without his permission. But when it talks about Paro himself, it says Hakise that the throne is greater than you. So Yosef is like Paro, but he's not exactly Paro. The Alderach Vinyanenu, and so too in our example, Kolzman Chadavar Eno Nogea Bechayecha. So when something is not a life or death, that we're not traveling in the desert, which probably is most of the time, that we're about to die with only one jug of water, when it's not a life or death situation, Atmo. Then the love that you have for another Jew is the way that you love yourself. You should do for the other person just what you would do for yourself. But when it becomes a matter of survival, of a life or death situation, um, and it says in parentheses, uh, that the two people are walking on the way of the desert and they have enough water for one. And if they're both going to drink, they're both, um, they're both going to die. They're going to split the water. So in that situation, then your life has to come before the life of your friend. But in a regular day-to-day -day situation, which is probably 100% or 99% of our circumstances, then it would apply kamocha, that we love the person as we love ourselves.
hey, but this has not fully cleared it up. So we explained why we brought in Rabbi Akiva, that he has this idea that your life takes precedence over another. Um, so there are times when it's not completely literal. That, so hey, So during most of our lives, when it's not a life or death situation, how is it that we're commanded to have this love for another person as we love ourselves? And even more so, this feeling has to be granted to every single Jew, not just people that we relate to, people that we connect to, people that we understand. And, and even to someone who's, God forbid, done an Avera. And which, according to Torah, they need to be punished. So this also can be answered. The Jews are beloved as they are called children to Hashem. So as all the Jews are brothers, literally, and through this, through really deeply and truly meditating on this idea that we're all brothers, if you want to be modern, you said siblings, um, a person can arouse this type of love to love the person as you love yourself. And when a person will meditate on this and think about it and deeply connect to this idea, then they will arouse a recognition and a feeling of the other that this is my brother. And they'll have this love towards him, this love, this brotherly love towards the, towards the other person. And this can really be accomplished to every Jew. Because um, the situation is that all the Jews are forever children to Hashem, as Rabbi Akiva said to Turnus Rufus, the Russia. And even when, and Rabbi Akiva is explaining this to Turnus Rufus, even when Hashem is angry at the Jewish people, it's like a king who's angry at his son. We're still called children. Um, that's in Bava Basra, which I don't think I brought in, but um, I did look it up with my husband to help me prepare. And um, I believe there's a story over there that if the king imprisons his son and he's very angry and he makes a decree that nobody should give any food or water to, this, to the son, he's very angry at him, but one of the guards secretly does, he sneaks and he gives the food and water and the prince survives, Ultimately, the king is going to reward that guard for doing that because ultimately he loves the son and this is what he actually wants. So even when Hashem is angry at the Jewish people, he's angry in the way that a father is angry at his children. There's still an undercurrent of love and care. 
that's always present. So an additional reason why Rashi brought to us the name of Rabbi Akiva. Talmud Mimulach, a sharp student, will ask, So if love a fellow Jew is, as we said, a great claw within the Torah, um, and a general principle, so why did we only hear about it now in Parshas Kedoshim? Why didn't we hear about it much sooner? After the giving of the Torah and the building of the Mishkan. But according to Rabbi Akiva, this isn't a question at all. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, Shita, um, all general principles were and details were given at Har Sinai. And when these things are in our parsha is being said at the Ayol Moed, it's it's a second time. It's a review, and so that's another reason for Rabbi Akiva. Meaning that this principle of love of fellow Jews yourself was already said at Har Sinai. And over here, it's, it's, it's in review. So now we're going to get into Zion, which is the Yene Shel Torah. But I think at this point, we've asked our questions. What is Rashi coming to tell us by telling us that it's a Klal Gadol? He's explaining that it's not just encompassing the specific details that came before it, but it's encompassing details that are dispersed throughout the entire Torah. And by bringing in Rabbi Akiva, we learned that Rabbi Akiva, first of all, holds that your life takes precedence over another. And we also learned that Rabbi Akiva holds that all these general principles were given at Harsinai. And that, so when your life takes precedence over another, it's not necessarily the literal kamocha and at all times. So Zion, Miyene Shel Torah, the Parish Rashi said, for the wine of Torah, the deeper parts of Torah. The Nogeila Mitzvos Avas Israel Matzino Base Lashonos Kmuvo Laayel. Are people having trouble hearing me? Okay. I got a message that I can't, that I'm not being heard. I'll move the computer a little closer. Maybe just a thumbs up if you can hear. Okay. Okay. So with regard to the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, there are two um, expressions of it. Aleph, Maimaro shall Rabbi Akiva, as we already spoke, Rabbi Akiva, Zeklal Gadol Torah. Um, so somebody can't hear me from Montreal. I, I, I feel bad, but I think that it might be on your end. Sorry. Okay, Sarah can hear me. Okay, good. Um, we have the statement of Rabbi Akiva, that it's a great principle within the Torah. And we also have the statement of Hillel, which came many hundreds of years before. I'm sorry, I didn't look up if somebody wants to chime in the time, the timeline of Hillel and Rabbi Akiva, but um, Rabbi Akiva, I was at Rabbi Akiva's grave about a week, two weeks, before Pesach, a few weeks ago, and we were at Meiron, which is where Hillel is buried. It has nothing to do with the Sikh, I'm just sharing that. Um, 
Um, so Hillel said his statement many hundred, many years before, generations before. And the rest is commentary. So those are pretty different statements. One is that it is a general principle among other principles in the Torah. And the other one is that it's the entire Torah. So to just to restate what the differences are here, the difference between these two statements is one, that it, it's a great principle in the Torah of loving of a fellow Jew, and it's one of the principles of the Torah. The, nonetheless, it's a klal gadol, it's a great one, umikol makom rak klal echad, the Torah, klal the Torah, the klal ha-Torah. And even if you want to say the entire Torah is, is one principle, it's still one principle. Masha'inken hilo omer zeh, Kol HaTorah Kulo. But on the other hand, Hillel says something very different, that it is the entire Torah. And everything else is commentary. So now this is another reason why Rashi brought specifically Rabbi Akiva below Es Maimaru Shel Hillel and not of Hillel. Because contextually in the basic meaning, Avas Yisrael, loving of a fellow Jew, is not the entire Torah. There are aspects of Torah that are not necessarily related to love of a fellow Jew. It's really just the mitzvahs between man and man. But we see a different time when Rashi makes a commentary on the Gemara. He uses a different pshat. He's also um, commentating, making his commentary to be pshat, to be contextual, but it's as it fits into the context of the Gemara. That when Rashi makes his comments on Hillel's statement, which is that it's don't do to your friend what you wouldn't want done to yourself. Rashi says that the the peer that do thank you very much. Hillel lived about a hundred years before Rabbi Akiva Arid Ridowski. Thank you. Um, that the Reecha, the friend in this case, the other is actually Rashi says um, referring to Hashem, and not Al Ta'avud Al Varav Daverzehu Achen Kol Hatorukulo, and not to. Um, transgress the words of God, and this is the entire Torah. So I do think I put this on the source sheet. Um, source number eight is the Gemara, and Rashi's commentary is source number nine. Rashi says, do not do that which is hateful to your fellow. Do not forsake your fellow or your father's fellow. This refers to the Holy Blessed One. Do not disobey his commandments for it's hateful unto you when a friend disobeys yours. And so Rashi over there is explaining Hillel's words and not that it actually, not that it actually is between man and man, but it's actually a statement between man and God. Whereas here in our Parsha, Rashi is explaining this phrase as via Rabbi Akiva, that it's a statement of the missus between man and man. 
בדברי רש"י, שם, הוותקף לאחרי זה כפירוש שני, של חבריך פירוש חבריך ממש. So according to um, Rashi here in our Parsha, that when it says Chavarecha, your friend, it means a friend literally. Achen modi'enu Rashi, shalafi perusek kol ha-Torah kulo, lav davka ela rak gazela geneva niuf v'rov mitzvos. So Rashi is saying it's not necessarily the entire Torah that we're talking about here, but rather we're talking about theft, robbery, sexual immorality, etc., and those type of mitzvos between um, so between man and man, sociological things. But nonetheless, we want to find a connection between these ideas because they're both they're both the word of Hashem. So both ideas and both concepts are truth, are emes. And they have an explanation of course, according to the inner dimension, the pnimius and yanam, the inner dimension of the ideas. So if Avas Yisrael on the one hand is the entire Torah, kol ha-Torah kulo, ma-mosif b'melamdenu inyanzesh hi ra-klogol, kwal gadol b'Torah. So what does it add to our understanding that it's only a kwal gadol b'Torah? Because if you have, say, a thousand, so you also have a hundred. So if you say Avas Yisrael, love of Jew, is the entire Torah, then it's also a Qal Gadol. So what does it add to us that it's a Qal Gadol? That makes sense? So the parentheses that the Chazal know, if you have 200, you already have 100. Um, and even more so, as we said, and thank you, Arit, um, Hillel lived generations, and she says about 100 years, before Rabbi Akiva. So what are we getting by bringing in Rabbi Akiva? If we already knew that it's the entire Torah, so then we also know it's a Qual Gadol Torah. Se'if chet, yuvam behekdem maimar nosaf shel Hillel. Havei metamidav shel Aharon, ohev shalom, befulo, ohev esabrius, mekarvel Torah. So now we're going to bring in another um, statement of Hillel, as we have in Pirkei Avos, which I, I did put on the source sheet over here. Um, be, of the children, be of the students of Aaron that loved peace, etc., that loved creations and brought them to Torah. The Yeshlish O, so you can ask, Mahi hashaychus ve'in ohev shalom pulo ohev esapriyos, le'inyan mekarvin Torah dafka. What's the connection between loving people, loving peace, loving cre- creations, creatures, um, and bringing them close to Torah specifically? Do you only love someone to bring them close to Torah? Loving a person should, 
should be encompassing all areas of their life, the physical and the spiritual. But even though we obviously do often find a connection between bringing someone between our love for another and bringing them closer to Torah, what is the actual connection? Okay, so we learn from this. One thing we learn from this is that you're not allowed to make compromises in Torah. God forbid. The Torah Biglal Avisisol for the sake of Avisisol. So we're switching gears a little bit with this conversation about the Hillel statements in Pirkevos. Inyan Okay, so the Inyan, the, the way, the, the capacity in which I love others has to be in a way of bringing them close to Torah and not the opposite, God forbid. Um, that you would make compromises in Torah in order to, in order to make people more comfortable or in order to make a... Um, you would lower the Torah, lessen the Torah, et cetera, in order to come close to people. Okay, so if, if you're going to go according to this, that that's the reason that it's that Hill brings in this idea of um, bringing them close to Torah, it's just a warning. It's, it, seems, it still doesn't seem like the essential connection that the love and bringing close to Torah should be one and the same thing. It sounds like it's really just a warning. This is the way to, of Avas Yisrael. Don't do Avas Yisrael in an uncontrolled way that you just lower all your standards, but rather Avas Yisrael has to be done in a way that um, resonates with Torah, that you don't lower and make any compromises. It's really just a warning. The Inyan In the way of love, this idea of bringing someone to, to Torah seems like, at first glance, like it's just it's just a warning. However, um, in the in the language of the Mishnah, it seems like a lot more than a warning. It seems like it's a result. It's a it's a continuation and a result of of the law. That the love of the fellow Jew brings them ultimately brings them close to Torah. Not just that okay, this is the way to do it, but that they're intrinsically connected. Um, not to skip ahead, but just the way it, it it resonated with me when I was learning this was that we want to when you love someone, you want to do what's best for that person in all circumstances. You want to make sure that everything is um, is the best for them, and so. If you truly and deeply love another person, then by definition, you want to bring them close to Torah because ultimately Torah is the best thing that we have in our life. So it's not about making them from, I think we, none of us, you know, no, no one in this class should be especially comfortable with that phrase, um, but, or creating balay tshuva or whatever, you know, phrases that we want to not use. Um, but it's about the fact that when we do deeply and truly love someone, we want to give them the best we can give them. And the best that you can give a person is to bring them close to Torah. A little bit of my commentary on the side, but I think it'll just at least helps me in the learning to, to know where we're going. Um, okay, so what's the proof of this? The Kedemokafgam Misparhatanya Paraglam Beis. The Tanya and Paraglamid Beis talks about this. As you know, that's the 
chapter that we always say is talking about Avas Israel. Shabo Mabi Rabbeinu Hazakin as a mimer that the Alter Rebbe brings the statement, Have Metamidab Shal Aharon, Ohev Shalom Behulo. The Alter Rebbe brings that the students of Aaron, they loved peace, etc. Ohev Sabrios, Ben Makarva and Latorah. He brings this Pirke Avos. They, they loved um, their fellow humans and they brought them close to Torah and Parsho. And how does he explain it? Lomar Torah, that even those who are far from Torah, from Torah's Hashem, and from serving Hashem, we need to bring them close with thick ropes of love, etc., and to bring them close to Torah and service of Hashem. And even though the intention of this of this love is to bring them close to Torah, these, these thick cords of love, but if it doesn't work, you still have, you have not lost the mitzvah of love of a fellow. Um, Okay, so uh, an, a question according to the explanation of the Alter Rebbe that we just, just said, that bringing them close with these thick cords of love will ultimately, hopefully, bring them closer to Torah. Um, and the this is when we use this the the phrase re'echa, your fellow. We're talking about a fellow Jew, Ben Yisrael, who be'yeshmo nishama, and he has a nishama. He has a soul. Sherei kula matimim ve'avecha lekolana ve'lachan yikra kol yisrael achimamish. As we know, we all have one mother and one father, and we're all called brothers, literally. Ve'lachan ha'avat tzricha liot lekol nefesh b'yisrael lemigdol ve'ad katan. And therefore, the love has to be to all souls of Israel, from the great to the small. And in the, in the words of the Magad of Mizrich, the same love for a complete evil person to a complete tzaddik. So if so, So the, the love has to be not according to the circumstance of the person the other person is in, but rather a deep essential love for the soul. So then why would this be connected to bringing them close to Torah? Because if we're talking about this deep essential love, not about, not relating, not connected to the situation the person's in, but rather a neshama level love. So then why are we talking about bringing them close to Torah? Yudim divrei chazal, we know the words of a chazal. Asher machshvatan shel Yisrael kadma lakol davar afilu Torah. So the, the initial thought of the Jewish people, the initial um, spark of, of thought relating to the Jewish people is greater than everything in the entire world, even Torah. Hainus she Yisrael kodmim gam la Torah, because the Jews are in that capacity before Torah. And greater than Torah. Um, on the other hand, it says in the Zohar, 
the Jews are bonded to Torah, and Torah is bonded to Hashem. The So according to that approach, according to the Zohar, the Torah is greater than Yisrael. According to the Neshama level, that the thought of the Jewish people, Hashem's thought, the supernal thought, the Jewish people are before the Torah. But according to the Zohar, the Jewish people are connected to the Torah and the Torah is connected to Hashem. So, the, so it's two different ways of, of looking at our place in the world. So the greatness of, of um, the, the idea that the Jewish people are greater than Torah is in our Shoresh, is in our root. Okay, but on the other hand, from the perspective of the soul as it is down here in this world, enclosed within a body, a Torah the Torah is greater than the Jews. And therefore, the connection of the Jewish people to Hashem has to go via the Torah, because from that perspective, the Torah, from the worldly perspective, that the day-to-day -day perspective, the Torah is greater than the Jewish people. So therefore, we both have these two opposing ideas, mean hakata el hakata, completely opposing ideas. So on one hand, from the essential root side, um, the, the soul is greater than the Torah. So he's a Jew, even if he should sin, he's always a Jew. Even if many of Averus happen, he still does not leave the, the, the group of, of Yisrael. I don't want to not sure if I should use the word tribe. It doesn't really lead the society of, of Jews. Because essentially he's bound to Hashem. And it has nothing to do with what his Torah and his mitzvahs. So I was just, when I was learning this, it just made me like laugh a little bit because when we were just in spot, which we were just in Israel, I guess I mentioned like five times already, um, my, my husband and my boys went to the Irene Mikvah a number of times. And one of the mornings, my seven-year-old asked if he could go also. And he went and he was very proud of himself. And then he said, like, now he knows he's going to be a Benoni. <laughs> and he means the Tanya's Benoni. And he was basically in his seven-year-old way saying that he could really do whatever he wants because ultimately he knows he's going to be a Benoni because he went to the Ari's Mikvah. Um, we tried to explain to him that that's not exactly the way it works, but it was a cute idea. But um, I guess that just made, uh, this isn't exactly saying the same thing at all, but it just made me think of that, that no matter what you do, the, the, the root is always going to be 100% connected. Okay, so this, this concept says that ultimately every single Jew in the end is going to do tshuva. And, and, and return to Torah and to mitzvahs. However, after, on the other hand, his, when his, his connection down here with Hashem is through Torah, this doesn't bring out the, the greatness that he's a Jew, Yisrael who ultimately he's good because this is hard work. And from that perspective, the person can remain separate. 
and not keeping Torah mitzvahs. However, he is, it's incumbent upon the person to engage in Torah and mitzvahs. And through doing that, they will reveal the essence of the soul, which is always connected. But there's this duality. Um, Se'if Yud. The, the duality that on the one hand that this root is always connected. However, in this world, it's hard work and you have to, you have to work through and do the Torah and the mitzvahs. And then that reveals the root that's essentially connected always. So Se'if Yud. So through these two ideas, we're gonna we're gonna tie back into the two concepts of the Kamoka, the Rabbi Akiva and the Hillel. Rabbi Akiva that it's a large principle in Torah, and the Hillel that it is Kol Haturah Kulo, that it is the entire Torah. So essentially, the love that is drawn down through the the unity of the, all Jewish people in their, in their root, in the root of their soul, that Madrega Shabbat Yisrael Na'alim HaTorah. In this level, um, which is greater than the Torah, Ki Lamayla Min HaMedidos. This is a, the Torah. This is above any limitation of Torah. V'lachen Ha'ava Hi L'Kol Yisrael B'Shava. And therefore, if we're going to look at the world from this perspective, we're going to have a love for every Jew, no matter who they are, equally. And even from people that are very, very far from Torah and Avoda. And from this perspective, that's a, a completely and totally holistic perspective, there's no distinction between the tzaddik and the rasha, the evil person and the righteous person. And through this perspective, the love is not bound by the spirituality of the other person. But rather the love that you would have for another person also has to impact their physical life, their, their, the, the entire package, the whole thing. From this perspective, when a person is bound in Torah, as we explained, Nonetheless, the Avas Yisrael is a mitzvah within the Torah. So we have this concept that we love the Jew from the perspective that's beyond the Torah, from the root perspective, from the whole picture that there's no distinctions. We love every single person the same. Nonetheless, the love that we have for the person is a mitzvah from within the Torah. Make sense? And we have to do it because it's a mitzvah in the Torah. Consequently, thereby through the limitations and the boundaries that the Torah establishes. As explained above. The Torah, Beglal Avas Israel, and therefore you can't make any compromises in Torah for the sake of Avas Israel. That wasn't, sorry, that was not, definitely not. I said the wrong way to this. Um, the, until the point that the connection between B'nai Israel um, 
has to be in a way um, that you should not, um, there should be no love, there should be no hatred. Um, the Torah commands us to love a Jew, therefore we must do it the way that the Torah commands. The love is from beyond the Torah, but the, the modality is from within the Torah. And this is the um, and this is the the point of Hillel. And so too of the Alter Rabbi and the Tanya. That the concept of love creation, love your fellow human. Even those who are far from Torah and from mitzvahs, has to also bring them close to Torah. Even though the, the love for them um, is from the uh, great, the essential greatness, because they simply are Jews. And we have to relate to them. Um, As, as Jews, and even if we are not successful in bringing them closer to Torah. I would help them in all of their ways, um, even if we're not successful. With regard to myself, the fact that I'm connected should lead to more Torah. Um, but with regard to the person themselves, the greatness of the Jew, this essential connection to Hashem, which is greater than the Torah, it shouldn't leave me to be disconnected from the Torah and the mitzvahs. But this connection should bring me to keep more Torah and mitzvahs. It shouldn't leave me to think I'm so connected. I don't. I'm already connected. We should, when we look at another person, we obviously have to look at them that they have this essential connection. But when we look at ourselves, we have to continue to strive to um, create our connection and to enhance our connection, create a connection. The Ken Hadavar Gambanoge La Avaso La Elu Harachoki Metoras Hashem Vavadaso and this so too with regard to the love of another person someone who's far from torah um even though you see the essential connection that the person has you shouldn't be contented with this but this should arouse you to try and to bring them closer and closer to Torah. Um, and after when when the 
essential greatness of the Jew um, is revealed through the Torah. If the person still remains far from the Torah, Um, it is impossible to sense the true oneness if you're separate from Torah. Since essentially they're, they're, they're brothers from the source of their soul. And through this, as you connect them to Torah and to Hashem, Nechret v'mrakeshet v'okum galui, becomes in a revealed and obvious way, gam ma'alasem, the greatness, ha'atzmit shel b'nei Yisrael ha'nailim Torah. then the other side becomes greatness. You bring out the unique quality that's higher than Torah. You have this constant back and forth that one leads to the next. They bring, each, they bring out each other's the greatness of one brings out the greatness of the other. So as you bring the person closer to Torah, you bring out the essence that's greater than Torah. But it starts by going through Torah. And then Sa'if Yudbet, to just tie up the loose ends of Rabbi Kiva and Hillel. Alpiza Yuvan Gam Habior, the base Lashonas Rezal, Benoge Lav Avas Israel. So through this, we can understand the two um, concepts in Avas Israel. First, Rabbi Akiva, Midaber al Derech Hakwal, the Avas Israel Mitzad open Hakiu, the Hakiu, the Pole shall miss the Zoka, Pe Hazula Benyane, the Yot Neshama, the Guf Gashmi. Rabbi Akiva is talking about the obligation and the mitzvah, the practical mitzvah of one to the next, as we are souls within bodies, physical souls within bodies. Alpi Medidos, the Hakbalas of Torah, through the limitations and the boundaries of Torah. Vilachen Yamar Alza, Zohi Kolha Torah Kulo. Oh, lo yamar, sorry. And therefore he does not say this is the entire Torah. Because then he would be nullifying other, other um, rules in the Torah for the sake of Avis Yisrael. Like we said, saving your life goes above Avis Yisrael, like the two men in the desert with a jug of water. So Rabbi Kiva is clarifying for us, it's, it's just a great principle. It's a principle within the Torah. That needs to be upheld according to the, the limitations of Torah, the, the, the bounds of Torah. On the other hand, Hill is also talking about Avas Israel as it is down here in this world, a soul within a body. But rather, with regard to the root of, of who the Jew is, the Madrega Shaba Yisrael Kadmo the Torah, from the perspective of the Jew, is above, it comes before the Torah. The Mitzad Darga Zu Kol HaTorah Kulo Ki Bishvil Israel. And from this perspective, the entire Torah is for the sake of the Jew. In order to reveal and to express the greatness of B'nai Israel, to show the greatness, and when the greatness of the Jew is revealed, as we say, we are all brothers 
with regard to the root of the soul. Ba This will be revealed through avas Israel, through the love of a fellow Jew. And this is the entire Torah and the rest is commentary. That is our Sikha for the week. I hope it was clear. Thank you so much. It was very clear. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much, Sipa.